I think that people are really going to take a lot of value out of this one. And I think they're also going to be really shocked at what we were originally going to be talking about. Oh my god, I know. And I'm completely fucking mind blown. Yeah. And I'm grateful because I feel like I have a different perspective of sex. Yeah. Based on me as a woman mm-hmm. and what sex means to me. Completely agree. Oh! Sassy red love. This is this is an app. Sassy red. <sighs> Prepare to cry. You are listening to the Jack Shit Show with Kelsey Henderson. What's up, my honey bunnies? Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. You guys, what's up? How's your week? We're in more lockdowns. <laughs> what else is fucking new? Um, <clears throat> today's episode is not safe for work. Y'all, my fucking... Okay, let's backtrack. I... I'm on TikTok. We all know this. We all know my love for TikTok. Um, I came across Kayla Ann's videos on TikTok. She's um, kind of a big deal on there. It's whatever. Um, she is a sex and pleasure educator. Yeah, she's teaching us the things our parents did not teach us. Let me just let me just say that. Um, I messaged her and she was like totally down to come on the podcast which was amazing and super cool so she's our first international guest she hails from the lovely land of colorado down in the states um we had such a good talk with her and why does my voice keep cracking (coughs) excuse me um and she therapized the shit out of us when like this was not the way that we were expecting this conversation to go at all so super interesting and I hope you get as much value out of it as we did because we were totally just like (laughs) what oh and by we I do mean me and Allie because Allie and I agreed to do it together because both of us are very um we're like 13 year old boys when you start talking about sex we both get very red and embarrassed so we were like okay let's do it together it'll be hilarious she'll basically teach us like we're in elementary school it was not elementary school it was so much more than that you guys i'm such a big fan of kayla ann and i think you are going to be too so anyways enjoy okay hi how are you i'm, doing I'm so good. excited to do this with you. Can you introduce yourself to us, please? Um, I am Kayla Ann, which is Sassy Red, as most of my readers and followers know me as the Sassy Red Lady that also just um, is a sexual educator and also coach just to get you where you need to be. So that's who I am. I'm Sassy Red. She's Sassy Red. I found her on TikTok. What? Yeah, I found her on TikTok and I messaged her and I was like, no, she lives in the United States of America. Oh, hello. I know. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found her on TikTok and I was like, I just messaged her. I was like, 
because she's got all these crazy videos about like pleasure mixed with sex education. And I was like, okay, so Allie and I are both very, like we don't have like vanilla sex lives, but when we talk about it, we're super vanilla because we're raised very, we're both raised super religious and sex is taboo topics to talk about. So we got taught like birds and bees, like the the bare, you know, the bare necessities. I didn't get any, not one little sliver. Even when I got my period, I was like, am I dying? (laughs) Like we didn't, we knew nothing. Yeah. But that's just how, like, we just grew up really very religious. And like, that wasn't something that we talk about. So flash forward to I'm 25 and I have to ask Kelsey for what's normal and what's not. Gotcha. Here we are. Okay. What do I know? You know? I, I mean, I also feel like I can identify with what you're saying as well as, you know, growing up religious, growing up with no story. Like I have a period, do I put a pad in or what, am I dying? Like, what does this mean? There's no conversation. It's kind of like school can kind of make you figure it out. Yet um, in the United States, it's not mandatory in 26 or 28 states across America, including the state that I live in, which is the state of Colorado. So sex education isn't even mandatory really, or, or even regulated. Oh. Oh. It, uh, yeah. Wild. See, we get a little, yeah, we, we get a little, we learned some in like gym class, but it was very much like, yeah, like have sex. Yeah, until you're married. Like, um, what's that movie? It was almost yeah. like it's like uh, here's here's contraception information, and then mm. here's how to not get pregnant information. But there was no yeah. like, hey, how do you create a safe space to even have this part be something? How do you create an understanding of not only the anatomy but how to pleasure it? How do you ask permission? What does consent look like? Um, even when it comes down to the, the, can I pet your dog? That's also a practice form of consent because so many, you have three dogs. So you're saying that, um, how many people walk up to you without asking, can I pet your dog? Cause maybe they actually really don't like being pet by other people and they actually have trauma with that. So like when you look at even a person, can I hug you? And when you look at a nine-year-old, you don't say to like their aunt and uncle, Hey, go hug your aunt and uncle. It's like, no, do do you want to hug from your aunt and uncle? So even like from the beginning stages of our life, we've had a problem with consent. Mm. And then you look at like dating and hugging. And I uh, heard of this story of where these men were just um, picking up this woman at Top Golf and like not asking permission to pick her up. And this woman's like, why are these why? men picking me up? Totally. <laughs> and so like there's consent by violations all over the place. And then we get into our relationships and we're wondering like, what do I do in a relationship? What is consent? What are my boundaries? Do I even have boundaries? What are their boundaries? Have I talked to them about this, about sex even before I got into a bedroom did we and did we when we talked about it is it something that is actually happening in the bedroom or is it something that was just left at the conversation table or did was there follow through in that that's what I always think about because it's like I don't know how to have a conversation but then when I'm like oh hey uh what about this part (laughs) 
and then <laughs> but then it's like it's done and then I'm like oh we didn't we didn't remember we that. just didn't talk about that at all yeah yeah and then when then when it's happening it's like oh, oh. <laughs> it's a lot it's a but lot. It, what's so wild to me is that when you were talking about how there is so many violations and consent from the get like from when you're a child mm-hmm. I would not have thought that even when you said like go hug your aunt and uncle yeah that just did not that was wild yeah and then we question why people have consent issues mm-hmm. totally and then we don't understand um how to have a conversation because it's not a conversation that nobody has presented a good um a, a good viewpoint of how to deal with that Mm-hmm. So, so what's are, your yeah me, what's how 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 do you go about having that conversation maybe that's a really great p- place to start is like right at the beginning how do you have yeah. those conversations in a comfortable that is a great way question how do you have conversations at the beginning Mike and I my fiance um we met actually through TikToks so we've had a long distance relationship he lives in Vermont we I live in Colorado stop I love TikToks so much so Um, we had to understand how to, um, love each other's brains and constantly, how do we touch each other's brains? So our conversations were, we didn't even have those conversations for a couple of weeks. And then when we actually had them, I remember sitting like in the park at wash park, like in my car, like, like trying not to like have this conversation, but I was like, this conversation is needed. And it lasted about 45 minutes. Then we had it another time. And then that time I was like sitting outside my house, like, like dripping in the pants I had and it was like 98 degrees outside plus I have a swamp cooler <laughs> and I'm like Lord have mercy on that I think I'm in love with you <laughs> so I'm like sitting there like this is how I've wanted a relationship to be is how to have these conversations so actually we if I were to suggest these conversations to an in-person conversation it's really have them in, in a public place where you have coffee or something at a park mm-hmm. and be like, this is our date. And we have cards that we want to write down. And I want questions. I want, if I were me dating me, what questions would I ask? You know, like what is intimacy? What is sex to me? What is dating? Am I looking for a relationship? Am I looking for a good lay? Like, okay, if we're looking for a good lay, then that means you can't kiss me because kissing is intimacy to me. So that's a boundary. So like just saying like what your boundaries are with, like, Mm -hmm. if you are willing to just have sex with somebody, have sex with somebody. If you want to have a relationship, don't waste their fucking time. Totally. Get down to business. If like, do you want kids? Do you want not want kids? This is my career. If I take your last name, are you going to get offended? If you're not going to take my last name, what would that happen? Like you have to really dig in there. Get into it. (laughs) Get Get right into it you should want to hire them to be in your life by date three. I'm obsessed with that. You're you're dating people to hire them. Are you equitable? Are you, does your, does your thought process of what your dreams and attributions line up with mine? I think you're hot, but eventually you're going to be a raisin anyway. So why the hell are you here? Raisin. You're going to be a raisin. You're going to be a raisin anyway. So why the hell are you here? Like you should be able to like mentally, like keep me alive up here so that we can keep going forward and creating matter to make matter happen and to keep going forward. And so I should be able to communicate this intimacy role of like, not only a business lifestyle, but also my intimacy lifestyle, which is my whole life. 
So it's like, can you move here and just move into our house and then just tell us all the things all the time and coach us? You're going to be on my new emergency call list (laughs) on the iPhone. That is my emergency contact now. It's been 12 minutes. And my whole life. Nine one one, sassy red. Nine one one, sassy red. Shit, fix it, fix it. I'll be in the middle of like a first date. Sorry, can you just nine one one, sassy red? Can you tell me what's going on? Just put me on speaker, and then so I can and just show off the, the hard whole thing and be like, nah, dump his ass. <laughs> dump his ass. Feel myself starting to chat i'm dead i think but i think that's so important too because we really have lost the art of like uh i always say we've lost the art of dating but i think we've lost the art of the communication even in the beginning of that like do we even want to date so anyway so i just but i do think like that whole like communication side of that is so lost in in everything and i think a big part of that too is like i mean i know especially for like our kind of age group growing up like we didn't ever have those conversations. We were, that that's not like a conversation that even the movies were showing us. It was yeah. just like, yeah, throw your kitty at whoever yeah. needs to have it. And like, it, it was all very catered towards kind of like the men's needs, like, a, and even going even deeper than that, I feel like we've all been in situations where you're like, I really don't want to do this, but I don't really know how to get out of it. And it's just what we, what we, you know, it's, it's what you like, know. It's I like, know. yeah. I ask you this. Have you ever like written down what you want in a partner in your life? No. Yes. Because I did it after my last breakup and I, and I wrote down a literally a list. That's what, of what you want. Mm-hmm. I know what I don't want. Well, that's a great so, Okay. So here we go. Um, fear molecule or, um, negative molecule is impactable it's penetratable a happy molecule is a bigger molecule and it's impossible to actually impact it so what you can do as a thought process is always ask for what you want always be on the positive end always be in the right of curiosity rather than correctness because what you don't want, you're just going to get right in front of your face all the damn time. That happened to me for years. You She's have to face. write down what you want, woman. Okay. okay. <laughs> you're like, oh, she broke up crap. with her boyfriend last week. Well, technically, uh, wish I did. He broke up with me. Okay. Well, we can still would be you. dating right now if mm, he didn't. No, I'll give it to Okay. You. He, he's missing something else and he'll figure it out later. <laughs> She's like, oh, what's your number? I'm <laughs> like, whatever, like, he's missing. I totally agree. Yes, yeah, I ha- so I have written down what I want. Mm-hmm. So when you write down what you want, you become in alignment with who you are more. And who you are is what you're looking for so that you can actually keep going forward, right? Because mm-hmm. essentially, I feel like as women or even as people, that's why we have good friends, when we feel like we have our partner in crime, we're like, fuck yeah, now I can go to these concerts, I can do this, I can do that. Or we're that woman that's just like, I can do anything I want. I'm going to start taking myself on all these trips that mm-hmm. I invited my friends to and they're not coming. We've all seen that TikTok. <laughs> Literally. So you can, be, you can be both women and also because human beings need partnership. We're always looking for a partner or a person that can be not our everything, but definitely the person that understands where we're coming from. And that comes from clear communication that comes from the beginning of a relationship, 
not only stating boundaries or, or letting people know about them, but having the respect of yourself to tell somebody, this is what my life is about. Totally. And I'm not going anywhere unless I have somebody that's actually mature enough to stand next to me. Mm-hmm. Adding to not subtracting from. Right. Yeah, totally agree. Because otherwise, because I think so. like we all do this for years, we, we sort of go through like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. And then you're like, oh, fuck this. Like, what the hell do I actually want? God totally. damn it. Totally. It's like this piss stage. And then totally. Bada bing, bada boom. Princess or Prince Charming. Oh, they are literally, literally. Because that was me. That's exactly that's exactly what happened to me was because I went through this big nasty ass breakup and I just turned 30 and I was like and 30 is like the age I feel like everyone always says that they're like you get to 30 and you're like fuck this like I'm not doing this anymore and I and so I those two things like coincided and it's very much my vibe now is like come or don't but I'm not (laughs) I'm not doing this no more yeah pretty much like even my aunt was like you make things seem so mystical and magical. I'm like, because they fucking are. Like, I don't sit in this tragic state of, oh shit, what if? I'm like, fuck it. No, like I got things to do. This is going to happen. I am going to do this. This is the next step. I am doing this. This will work. Okay, but did you ever not feel like that? Like, were you, did you work to get to that spot or from the get, you were just like- Can I tell you a secret? Peace, peace. Um, I graduated high school in 2008 when the jobs were like a fucking mess. And this one girl was like, you need to show up at this place at this time. It was a strip club. I was a stripper for five years and I gained confidence how to literally understand how to sell a product, which was myself. And then I made, I then slowly understood what it meant, what was worth. Mm. And like greasy guys, I would charge them 150 bucks. So they couldn't touch me. But like the guys that I knew would pay up, I'd be like, yeah, they're like $50 dance because I knew they would buy 10 of them. Oh my God. This so is like, the smartest woman we've I ever know. talked to. Like, uh, you like literally understand. And then I would just sit in VIP with a book and they're like, what are you reading? I'm like, not about you. You either pay me or don't. Is that my new I, bio? That's yeah. my new bio. <laughs> That's my new When I went to rolfing school, um, because that's how I paid for what I wanted was in cash. Because yeah, um, my mom's like, you need to go to PT school, and I'm like, that's not good enough for me. Those PTs to me honestly are lacking a lot of fucking information because it's it's what's billable to them, and if it's not billable, then they're not going to give you the information, which is bullshit. People deserve the information they need, and they just deserve to be aligned in their bodies. Just give Mm -hmm. them the information and just go correct them, give them the choice, empower them and let them live their lives. For goodness sakes. Get them out of the system. Oh my God. This is so, we need like gospel music behind. (laughs) I'm going to edit it. I'm going to edit gospel music. When you empower people and get them out of the system, it's the same with Sassy Red. You just need to give like, like them the communication tools they need so that they can communicate communicate about the sex they want with the anatomy tools that I'm giving you and then putting it all together. And then you that's when emails come in five years later going, Sassy Red saved my, my marriage. It's like, that's what I'm eventually getting at is 
can you communicate and have the solutions available so you can connect and then you can future gaze and then you can solve conflict along the way without it being a stopping halt, but a like, hey, we did that this morning. Like we've done so much this afternoon, like go us. I love, I love it. And I think, well, and even just touching on like that, e- like emails like that, like you're getting, like, I think that's such a, sex and communication are so tied together and obviously so linked, but we always don't focus on the communication of it. There's no communication, even, you know, like I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to speak for my parents, but I would assume that they came from, because of the way they had that talk with me, I would assume that they didn't really have that talk either. And because sex is so taboo, right. I'm sure that like plenty of marriages are saved through the communication linking in to the sex part of it. But I think how we have the conversation is like, hey, let's have a date Mm -hmm. where we talk about this. There's no alcohol involved. Yeah. I want you to bring your favorite snack. And I want you to like pick two places that you kind of want to have this conversation and we'll agree with where we can go. And then I want you to bring questions that you've like kind of wondered about and like make it a cute little date answering like out of the fishbowl of questions. I like that. And then, so then you're answering the questions with there being like no hesitancy of what question is coming next, but then you can put in questions like, what is, what has been your past experience with sex? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where did you learn about sex? Do you think that you had good information or lack of information? Where have you learned the information you know now? Do you think that there is a better place that you can grow your information and why? Mm -hmm. What books have helped you? Like there's so many questions that you can open-endedly ask because I can say like, okay, I learned some of this in high school. I learned some off of porn. I didn't understand it. So then I asked another partner of mine and then we played with this and played with that. And then it's been a dogmatic bullshit of understanding. And then I'm like, but nobody talks about pleasure. Mm -hmm. People talk about positions. Nobody talks about pleasure and anatomy. And as a certified rolfer and I talk about pleasure and find not pleasure, but I find sensation with clients. So how can I talk about sensations in a sexual way with my understanding and then get certified in it? Oh, got it. I'm so, obsessed. so I figured out a loophole to figure out how to talk about pleasure and anatomy with what I already do, mm-hmm. because you're just trying to give people the anatomy that they already see mm-hmm. with understanding of if you press here, this might feel like said. Right, right, right. Here, this might do blank. Look at said partner, ask said partner, open-ended question. How's that going for you? If this is a six, how can I make this a 10 for you? Oh, I'm obsessed. I'm so in love with this conversation. If, if this, how can this make it better? Right. And you can even add on to that with like, you know, I noticed that when you're upset, what is something that I do that you like? that I do when you're upset or what is something that I do that upsets you even more in this relationship like have a check-in in your relationship constantly make a date out of it like hey our date is not just a movie our date is um going over conflict that we have in the house I'm emotional. (laughs) Yeah. And being like, okay, so when, when you do, or when, when, when this happens, this triggers me. 
-hmm. and I have a problem with it. And I'm wondering if this could be a solution. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to be married forever. You're you're locked out so hard. You're trying to make it not a, eh, but a eh, eh, solution. Oh my God. She's just saved our relationships without us even being in them. (laughs) I'm so obsessed. And even if you want to piggyback that into your work life. Mm. Totally. I noticed that, you know, Karen does this at work. And when Karen doesn't email me about this, it triggers me that I can't communicate with my boss. And I'm wondering if we can communicate a little bit more than 72 hours. And if we can change that window to 24 hours. So she's not just a sex educator, people. She's a communications expert. Like I see threes all the time. And that's exactly what threes mean is I'm a really, I'm on fours right now. I don't know why. I don't Um, know why. You are teaching people transition. So that's why you're doing podcasts. (laughs) Yeah. Cause you are the medium that gets everybody to understand that there is a transition happening. And the transition is in said direction. You see, uh, people go over here. That's me. Yeah. That's me. Oh my yeah. God, that's and, so cool. And I then I'm the person it. communicating to you. Hey, get these people to go over here. Okay. Oh I just want you to get them to go over here. Thank I'm going to bring them to you. <laughs> I'm going to bring them to you, bitch. I'm coming. We are coming. The whole crew is coming. I love yeah. it. So, so it's, okay, I have two questions. You've okay. referenced what is it, Rolfing? Rolfing? What is that? Rolfing is structural body work designed to align you and your posture on your gravitational line that doesn't exist as a place, but a mes- metaphysical place. It's done with table work, it's done with movement work, and it's done with um, psychosomatic languaging with open-ended questions to get you into your body to realign your body so it's designed around fascia um it's designed around mm, it's it's designed around psychosomatics but without getting into psychosomatics but because you're dealing with the body and because you're asking open-ended questions while doing body work it it ends up being body work and brain work and then neuroplasticity is changing with fascia while you're changing the tissue And because I do work on the wall with my clients, it's like Mm. practicing walking in a horizontal position. So I change how you walk on the table. So then when you actually walk, I, you look and feel different and taller, wider, wider in shoulders, because we get in car accidents and we get compressed Mm. from injuries. So what I mean by wider is from injuries, you get wider than from decompression. Right. That's so, so wild. I've never heard of that before. Does We're it not, more yeah. fall into like an energy work kind of space than like a physical space or like in, in like a, a physical therapy space or is it more in the physical therapy space? That's a good question, actually. I would say it's more in the physical therapy space because you're touching the physical body. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I can say is that's the only thing I can get my hands on mm-hmm. is the physical body. And then when you change the physical body, the mental drag, the kinetic drag in your body then changes because there is no more kinetic drag from your body. So it's the only thing I can get my hands on. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. And it's interesting for you because she was in a really bad car accident in last September, which is why I ask more about that because I think yeah. that's so interesting that you, I want to find you somebody up here. That's wild. 
What state do you live in or country? We're up in uh, Alberta in Canada. Perfect. There's plenty of Canadians up there in British Columbia for sure that I know of that do rolfing. We could take we a 100%. We can. I'm from BC, so I can. we can go. Yeah. Just, so if you yeah. go to rolf.org, um, okay. R-O-L-F, just okay. sounds, rolf.org, and you'll type in um, your where you're at, and then yeah. it'll click search, and you'll find a rolfer near you. That's so, That's so cool. Why is that not more talked about? Talked about? Yeah. <laughs> so we're a nonprofit school. So when you're a nonprofit school, there's not, there's no advertising. And when so, you're so at it's, school for profit, then there's advertising. Right. So we focus more on research mm. rather than advertising. So interesting. Mm. I'm really, really curious to look that up and yeah. look into it more for you, especially because I feel like most people so find Rolfing as like a last resort. Um, mm. I had heard that um, I was supposed to have flat feet for the rest of my life. And I'm like, that can't be true. And then I ran into a woman that was like, you don't have to have flat feet for the rest of your life. Your fascia can change hmm. and you can do that through rolfing. And I was like, well, where do I find a rolfer? And she's like, hi, I'm a rolfer and you're I'm a rolfer. Flat and your head is crooked. Do you want to change that? Or would you like to live with it? Oh, what? Whoa, like, that's wild. I would actually really spooky. like to look into that too. We're going to, we're going to do that as soon as we're done this. She, um, she really changed my life's thought process of you can change what you want to change. And then that right. also changed my thought process of everything else in my life, because there was less kinetic drag than I was able to create other things in my life. That's possible. Right. And that's why I'm talking to you ladies today of like, when you get rid of less kinetic drag there, it's quite interesting what's possible and what you can evolve into. Can you define kinetic drag for people? Kinetic drag is like essentially when you constantly think like, oh, I had this car accident a couple of years ago or last September and I'm still feeling this. You say that every day. Saying that every day is kinetic drag. It's a drag on your system and it takes up space upon your day and it takes upon space upon your thought process. Kinetic drag. So when you have this... Right. So when you have this thought every day, then you think about it. And when you um, alleviate the pain through fascial tissue, because there's 70% fascial tissue, then there is continent, which is 30%, which is bone, muscle, organ, ligament, nerves. So that's only 30% of who we are. So when you take the 70% of who we are, fascia, which is also the emotional tissue, then you're relieving the kinetic drag that is deep and also superficial in your organs, muscles, bones, ligaments, tissue everywhere. So by doing this and, and supporting the 70% of who you are, then you're relieving the actual human being so they can be more rather than having all the kinetic drag from all of your injuries. That's so cool. That's so cool. So I was thinking about being a massage therapist or a PT. And then I ran into this woman while I was teaching yoga. And I was like, thank goodness I ran into you when I was 23. Like I'm 30 now. Like you changed the course of my life. 
such an interesting like root of like yoga and dancing and rolfing which I've never heard of and tying that into sex education which is I just think like well again that's how I found you and I was just like oh this is so cool I mean it's it's all interconnected through everything that I think every person goes through um like the reason why you found me was I studied rolfing and then Reiki because I thought it was BS and I found out it wasn't. So I became a Reiki master and then a reflexologist because I was like, well, that's interesting. I keep running into that. And then I want to do, I'm finishing my Rolf movement certification this year and advanced certification for Rolfing. And then on top of that, I'm trying to understand how communication and sex education tie into it, but also they're separated from my other business and how do they not mimic each other but how do they understand that our sex lives and our and our lives and communication can be understood all together and then how do you not drive it forward but how do you incorporate it forward so it can actually grow instead of just being these two separate topics like people have been making them like oh sex sex health versus health it's like the pause health thank you you are the coolest human being we know yeah, literally blowing my mind like, I'm like wild. what's happening right now I thought we were like because we didn't talk that much before I got her on I was just like yo let's do a sex episode she was like down totally down yeah and now that we're like having this conversation I'm like you're so much Whoa. more than that it's yes. so there's so much it's so cool and I think that's what I don't let people know, but also people don't know. And I don't know why I don't let people know is because there's still like, I mean, I'm in my own therapy. Like I am in psychotherapy every week. I am still also in my own process of what, how much the door. Mm-hmm. Yep. Totally. Mm. Totally. And so like if people catch this, they get to hear a little bit more of the door. But am I putting Which I love. Yeah. Great. We're an exclusive door. We're an exclusive door. You know, so I think the people that get to hear this when you are listening to this as a person, like know that we all have our own skeletons and we get to hear totally. them come out of people's mm-hmm. lives whenever they're ready it, with a good with good company. And these women are really good company. So their jack shit bullshit is actually no jack shit. It's actually good shit. (laughs) It's the good shit. The jack shit is the good shit. Yeah. Thank you. The jack shit is the good shit. Because we're all in our own process. Like, oh, totally. I was just saying to my um, sister and Allie just broke up with their boyfriends and I was talking about their exes a little bit and just saying that like my therapist had given me a really good example one time and it's the same sort of thing as the door but she drew like two stick people and each one of them had a funnel and their funnel had different things in it like whether that was childhood trauma or sexual abuse or or a great life but a very narrow mindset or like however people grew up and when you come face to face with people you don't see their funnels and it's like their job and your job to like make people feel comfortable enough or to you know to let pieces out so that you can see their funnels and that's exactly what it is oh my gosh I honestly might adapt that like you should that's so cool the visual on it is so adaptable Mm -hmm. that you you can analogize that I'm going to make up words like I always do analogize that in so many freaking ways for people oh god 
Yeah. The two funnels. And they're just like literally standing face to face. And it, and it was like, okay, like I'm going to speak to you about one of the, I'm going to grab something out of my funnel and it bring it to the front. And like, that's one thing that we can talk about and whatever, but everybody has those. And mm-hmm. it, and it just is like a really good visual behind the whole, like um, everybody has stuff, you know, everyone has skeletons, everybody has their own traumas or their own childhoods and their own viewpoints on things. And like, that's why you have to be kind to everybody. And I think that's why it's very kind to somebody to interview them for Mm -hmm. your life. And if you don't think it's going to work by the third day, it's probably not going to work on the 90th. If you have a funky feeling, if you feel like you have a funky feeling going into that third date, like I should have listened to on my last person I was with for three years, I still love him as a human being, mm-hmm. but like, oh, we should have been friends, man. Like, yeah. oh, he was great. But like, really like it, it, he was on a totally different path and we got in each other's way for three years. It was, oh, I feel you. I feel (laughs) so I think it's important to even when we're doing this we're interviewing for your life to make sure that this is a good fit for right now as well which is wild because I never would have thought about it like that like I never would have gone into it acting as if it is an interview for my life which is what it essentially is because you're choosing this person to be a part of your life right because um essentially even when you look at sex sex is a woman receiving and a man implying to come in right so when and even we've had conversations in the past with oh I felt like dating was an interview and you usually hear guys say that dating is an interview so when we think about this it's only the men that are saying this but actually like no women we are receiving you in our creative life your job as a man is to protect, protect, uh, protect. (laughs) And so I am interviewing if you are going to let me have a whole room with sex toys in it and a yoga room and possibly a rolfing table and like a whole corner for me to film in. Like, yeah, I'm really protecting or making sure that you can protect that vision of creation. Yes, absolutely. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I need to rewire my brain. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it. We're and do so it. when, when we think about like, when we're like, oh, empower women, empower women, it's like, oh yeah, you want to empower this creativity? Well then get in line of the line of bullshit because I know I'm only looking at two potentials that could actually be here. And when they're ready to wake up, I'll be here. Mm-hmm. And I think too, that's important in any relationship, not just your romantic ones. Mm-hmm. I like you and I've been learning that a lot, like that it's so important in just like your entire group, like circle, because yeah. I, especially for me, like I'm so protective of my energy now, like I won't waste it on. Yeah. Even a girlfriend of mine that I absolutely love. She's like, I just don't really understand how you're so close to your family. And like, we don't really hang out. And I'm like, Girl, if you're not building a business or like trying to create something with me, like right now, that's all I got energy for. And that's mm-hmm. okay for me to admit, like, 
if you want to talk to me at the end of the year and I'll send you a Christmas card, like girl, like just keep empowering me from a distance. Cause totally. Like, I still am loving what your, your mission is. I just can't always be there for you. Like it's not high school anymore. I don't get to see you five times a week. Like I, if, if I get to see you five times a year, I'm going to freaking praise the shit out of that because I chose to actually stop what I was doing five mm-hmm. times a year and spend time with your fun ass. Yes, girl. Yes. I think it's interesting. Like when we also plan a wedding. Oh yeah. Cause you're in that. Um, yeah, I, I just started planning my wedding for the last month and like, who's coming and like my, my buddy, Jason, I've been a friend with him and I invited him and I texted my mom and I was like, Hey, add Jason to the list. And, um, I thought to myself, wow, I haven't, you know, said anything to that other friend that I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, cause Jason gets it. Jason gets it. I can pick up yeah. the phone and like, Hey, Hey bud. Like, Hey, what class did you take? Are you thinking about taking that class, that continue education class in October or November? Like let's hook up. Like, let's take this class together so we can, like, if I don't get this video, you can get this video and you can, like, send it to me on this video. Like, totally. Like, that's, that's the friendship I, I like and inquire to is continue education, raise my bar of thought process. Mm -hmm. Like monkey, don't make the, the rat race run, make the monkey go to human. Like, yeah, come on. (laughs) Yeah, totally. To the next level. And oh yeah and so I'm like thinking to myself like this wedding is 30 people max oh yeah and it's just it's it's really really makes you think yeah it's really easy to keep it under 30 good for both of us and we were like oh maybe we need to actually look at our energy timing totally and where we're where in the future do we want to gaze with other people yeah absolutely Where do you want to end up with like, yeah, who's going to be your circle in 20 years? Right. Because we're going all the way to the top. (laughs) (laughs) Or also just for like those really special moments. Totally. I I do not want like certain people that I have in my life now. I don't want them in special moments. Yeah. Right. So then why are are they they in in your life? life? So why are they here now? Yeah. I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah. So like, I've had this moment of like, okay, maybe I'm okay by myself on a Friday night and I can really read this book. I need to finish and not call said person that really, I don't give two fucks about their life. Damn. I have to read again. She don't care. She does. Yeah. And then I have to like say to myself, okay, how do I not get rid of this person? But how do I kindly say to this person? Not right now. It's okay. Ooh, food has come. Yes, Thank Ooh, you. Starbucks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, David. Love you, David. Love you, David. Okay, but this is my question. It's my other bar right there. Yeah. My roommate, he's like my bestie. How come when I have those like moments of reflection, when I'm like, you know, this is what I want to do, but I feel like I do need to just like talk to somebody and reach out and not give a shit about the conversation. But I check myself after. I'm like, why the fuck am I talking to you? Like, you don't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Why am I doing that? Oh, she's Journal. got the notes. Like, girl, I have the dollar store sells these for a dollar. We're going to go to the dollar store right after I've got. Like it literally actually a dollar 29. It still says yeah. on there. <laughs> like I go to the dollar store and I, I get them in different colors. I write everything down and then like I read through it and I'm like, okay. Moving on. Like you, you like, do you do it journal style? Like I have mine. I do mine journal style. Like I just my whole journal is like word vomit and gratitudes. I like that. 
it's whatever you need it to be Mm -hmm. but basically you don't need to to talk to somebody else you need to have this this thought with your higher self so that you can understand what emotion you're having and go oh okay it's really that simple is it (laughs) it'll take about 15 to 20 minutes but you sometimes got to sit there and be like okay what the fuck am I feeling oh I feel sad I feel angry why am I angry okay this happened okay so that happened and I am angry about it what am I going to do about it what's the solution because I had a teacher that said if you can't if you don't have a solution and you're going to bitch in my class well get the fuck out of my class and I was like that changed my whole world I was like yes so even and I think myself, a big part of it too is ego. I think a big, huge part of that is your ego. Like mm-hmm. even in, even if, okay. So say for example, you, you reach out to someone because you feel like you need to, or you yeah. feel like it's going to make you feel better and it yeah. doesn't. And you're like confused about why you've done that. I think a big part of that's your just overcoming your ego. Yeah. I apologize. I got a little passionate about what I just said. We, but I love, we it. love it. We, we are so here for it. it. So, it's a church of Stassi, right? Yeah. And I'm all about it. Singing the gospel, but I think but we what it. we, what we can do is understand where we're at. And if we need to talk to somebody, it's always even nice to ask ourselves, why do I feel the need to talk to somebody else? Is there something that I can't have this conversation with myself about? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she's like I don't know and the crowd laughs because it's true (laughs) she's calling you out yeah there's a lot of stuff that's really touching (laughs) and it's how we thought I tricked her into a sex talk but really nope it's all therapy therapy. (laughs) and like I think every single one of my clients that gets on a call with me and they think it's going to be a sex education class I'm like so how's your so how's your relationship with yourself and they're like oh no no yeah, that's, that's literally that. waiting to get off the call. I'm going to look at Kelsey and be like, what is happening? I'm going to take her to the dollar store. We're going to buy notebooks. But like one step at a time, be like, just kind of like digest it and be like, what is sticking out the most to me? Mm-hmm. And what is something that like I feel is the most important to me right now that I can handle and that is not going to be dogmatic? I don't have to go out and buy these tools. What is something that I can just be like, oh, you know, I think I can put that here on Monday. Ooh, I can put this here on Tuesday afternoon and like really have this moment with myself of like self-pleasuring. Mm-hmm. I can catch my breast and like this is the time that I'm gonna do this. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is perfect, perfect segue into one of the questions that we got was um intro toys. Um, your hands are a great intro. Understanding okay. what your own not fingers, but your palm can provide. It's very um interesting how people can get very fingery with each other um Mm -hmm. but like I would introduce like how can you let your palm touch somebody's skin and then let their skin touch you that is a lot to sense and feel that is a sense of part of being a human being Mm -hmm. and that's why people come to me a lot about like this cupping thing works it's because I'm asking you to be touched by another human being yeah so so then okay so I know what the cupping is because I follow you on TikTok explain the cupping um so with without losing the tool piece with like intros to tools first your hands are important letting your Mm -hmm. hands 
surprise you in what they do know and what they don't know, you can ask your partner with open-ended questions. Do you like this more? Or do you like this more? Like I actually mm-hmm. say to my fiance, do you like A or B? Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, oh, A or oh, D. And I'm like, D is not an option. He's like, I like this then. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. That's interesting. So it's not, an, it's not on the table. Yeah. D wasn't an option. <laughs> I said A or B. And he's like, yeah, but like, I want my other option. I'm like, oh, okay. Another, another form of communication. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't give you enough options. <laughs> so I feel like I'm too scared to do all of that. Like in my brain saying, do you like A or I can't even say it. Cause I get so I don't think I could ever have, you have sex, to be like, brave when you're so having practice sex with a friend. Time. So you practice with like massage, like you can practice with your friend right there and be like, Hey, like rub her feet or rub her thighs and be like, do you like this? Or do you like this? Do you like it like this? Or do you like it like that? And just get into the practice of it. Mm-hmm. Get into the practice of touching your friends. And like, when you hug them, do you, like, do you want me to hug you from below the rib cage or do you want me to hug you on top of the rib cage because like personally I hate being hugged this way but I'm like yeah get under there a little bit like I like hugs that are from underneath and we don't we aren't taught that in a communication so when it comes to cupping all you're doing is placing the base of your hand on the front of the pubic bone in the in the front of the genitalia it can be Mm. any 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 genitalia but mainly I talk about um, female or those who have a vulva. And so when you think about it, it's putting pressure on the squishy bits because the squishy Mm -hmm. bits are, don't have any, um, hardness to them. So by placing the base of your hand there, then I ask my partner or I inform my clients to ask their partner, Hey, can you breathe into my hand? Cause on an inhale, the squishy bits will push into the base of the hand and then you'll feel the hand move. And then on an exhale, it feels like it just kind of goes in and out. So the respiratory diaphragm and the pelvic diaphragm are responding because of the the respiratory diaphragm and the diaphragm working with the pelvic floor. Then you have this accordion looking thing, which is the same look as sex. So cupping creates this action to happen. And then curtaining is opening. So then it gets your curiosity of what's going on. And then waiting at the entrance is putting cupping together so that it sucks your own finger in the toy or somebody else's genitalia. It doesn't, it's like not a dramatic suck in, but it's a gentle gathering, kind of like if you've seen Avatar where they take their tails together and they add them together. That's literally that. oh, what it feels like. Is like okay. and then once you do this once you do this because our I only have a couple more minutes but um once we do this then we can think about letting his genitalia sit inside because a lot of women experience pelvic pain so by doing cup curtain and weight you're actually getting her pelvic floor that kind of anatomy ready to receive penetration which is the accordion look the back and forth look. So when people say that, like, um, I have vaginal um, dryness or I have my pelvis hurts from sex, it's because of not properly understanding how the muscle groups work for the vulva or the vagina or the womb space itself. Um, No one's taught this. Actually, you learn this in uh, womb therapy 
teaching classes and then I learned it through my womb therapist and then also through other things and I just was like word vomit all over the internet I, I yeah that because yeah. that's how I found her was she was talking about this sort of stuff on TikTok and I was like what is also blowing my mind because I my pelvis always hurts like my pelvic bones always hurt after yeah and that's pretty common so that's, but it, why would I know that otherwise why would you, you I mean so it's not taught like it's we're not we don't have red tent societies as women we don't get together we don't talk about this mm-hmm. stuff so now here we are over a zoom call talking about it all the way from Canada to Colorado like I love it um so, okay, I know you only have a few minutes so we'll like pepper you with reason, a few questions the reason why you're doing all of these without toys is because we are 70% water and the responsiveness with our own anatomy is more important than a toy. Mm. It's more important because it also makes us create intimacy by asking open-ended questions in a bedroom. Do you want more pressure here? Right. Do you want less pressure? And then as the person receiving, you get to breathe. As the person giving, you get to quietly close the one mouth you have and open the two ears that you have a little bit more and listen to their breath, listen to the body language, watch body language and understand what might be going on for the person that you chose to take your clothes off with and respect the anatomy that's in front of you and respect the soul that it also comes with that it sometimes might take more for us ladies, more for us people that identify with a vulva to slow down. Yes. And our anatomy is different and it needs to be touched differently because it's an internal organ and it needs to be coaxed to be more external. So by doing cupping and curtaining, it's allowing the internal organ to be external. And by waiting to get sucked in, it's allowing the internal organ to go to the outside and go, okay, you knocked at the door. I open door. You come in now. And then you, you allow that anatomy to sit inside the actual tunnel of the vagina because it's an actual mm. tunnel. And then you let the anatomy of each other like literally figure each other out. You know, the awkwardness of when you come into somebody's house, there's always like the awkward like two minutes. Mm-hmm. It's the same time that you're letting his anatomy or that toy that you chose to stick inside of you sit in there for a second. So when I do play with a toy, I do let it sit in there for a second before I actually turn the vibrator on or turn mm. the play toy that I, that I chose to have. Um, because it's my muscle group going, what's going on down there? Do you need water? It's kind of like asking somebody, do you need water? Like, would you like juice instead? You know, like, how do we want to do this today? I love this so much. Yeah, this is so, wild. It's, it's a way of um, appreciating yourself and women. We've always been like, wait, we want to slow this process down, but mm-hmm. actually I'm giving you permission with instructions of how to do it and why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And which is so huge because guys are so impatient because I like, they just want to, they just want to get after it. That's not true. That's so not true. And we got to give them a little bit more credit. Like those guys love to watch girls play with themselves. That's true. Men love to watch. So when true, true. you're myself, right or when I give him more instructions to spend more time down there, he's like, mm-hmm. Oh, I got instructions now. Well, let me put on my. <laughs> let <laughs> me get to work. Yeah, <laughs> like he's you're so like, right, though. You're so right. I think uh, 
I think like you're absolutely right. If I'm, if I'm restating my, my statement, if I'm they love it, we got to give them more credit. I think it's us that don't know what they're doing down there as well. Mm -hmm. And we, and we have a hard time giving the instruction or like, that's more where I think it comes from. Yeah. I think I'm just going to get tattooed on myself, um, CCW and, and then everybody should just buy a t-shirt that just says CCW. If if they cup curtain and wait, keep them. If they cup curtain and wait, keep them. them. Keep them. Well, cup curtain and wait. That's what, that's the new motto. I think of the Jack shit show. (laughs) (laughs) And an emergency contact. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so in love. Um, I did have one question, but uh, one of our followers is pregnant. And so she was asking how, what was a good way to keep intimacy alive while she's pregnant? Because she has a really hard time when they start having sex, then she feels the baby move and she's immediately like, I can't, I can't. Yeah. she like, she can't do it. Do you have any insight onto that, into that? So that one's a little bit difficult, but it's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think keeping intimacy, we have to start with like intimacy is gathered with making out more than mm-hmm. six seconds. So mm-hmm. really making out with each other, not just saying like a peck on the lips, goodbye, honey, have a great day. It's like, no, come here. Like I know mm-hmm. that we're not having sex right now, but come here. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you can, he can come from behind. He can go a little bit slower. He can get on his knees a little bit and like leave her in a standing position and he needs to get on his knees possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, finding a position that works for her, finding a, a toy that might work for her. He might not be able to insert himself, but he might be able to give her a toy that still gives gets her off. Mm-hmm. And then they can find a way to maybe she can watch him masturbate while she masturbates. There's ways to find intimacy. I think that just, it creates a different way to have a conversation around this new way to connect with one another. Okay. Like Mm -hmm. what's a real solution? Like, okay, can I create a toy? Can I do this in standing? I feel the baby move. Okay. What, how do I feel about that? Am I more, am I more focused on the baby? Am I more focused on my own orgasm right now? Because self-care is a real thing. So how can I take mm-hmm. care of myself and also feel this, feel this sensation? Maybe I can add to the sensation. Can I breathe with this sensation that I'm feeling mm-hmm. instead of being scared of the sensation? Can I understand the sensation? Mm-hmm. Fear is misunderstood grief from misunderstood trauma from, and trauma that wasn't taken care of earlier on in life. There she goes. <laughs> she literally just starts going like, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> so like, I would say to the oh. woman, like, okay, so like, is this fear or is this misunderstood grief? Like, w- what's the sensation that's causing you to pause? Cause like in my mm-hmm. eyes, there's many different ways to, to understand the situation. Like, okay, do I feel the baby when I'm in a standing position? Do I feel the baby when I'm in a laying down position? Okay. Like when I used to have sex, this is where I used to get off. That's not working. Okay, cool. Right. Like, can we do it this way? Figure can it out. That way. Can we do, come on. Like a B, superwoman C, on. D. Yeah. A, Which way can work? we do it? Does it yeah. work B? Come on, get it on. <laughs> I want to do it. I want to do it. That's so I think so it's a matter great. of like understanding the motivation of even having sex and intimacy. Like is yeah. intimacy kissing? Is intimacy having sex? 
Like that's another question. What is intimacy to you? Mm-hmm. Totally. Is intimacy getting your husband off or is intimacy you having a moment with being pregnant and maybe making out is intimacy of you just being fed food while pregnant? Oh, like I had a girlfriend who once in her love language was food and she used to get her baby daddy to eat her out while she was eating food. And she was like, it was literally like the funniest shit ever. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. She's she like, it's clear. just the best. She was she very was clear. So clear on what she wanted great communications that's, that's clear top tier top tier clear communication oh. as it's as its best example i like food i want you to eat me out while i'm eating ice cream yeah literally i was like that's the best thing i've ever heard like i like to be tied up i want to be flogged on my ass with sexy underwear and then i want to be flipped over and i want you to cup curtain and wait me and then i'm going to do the same thing to you got it okay cool okay, okay. got it okay so then that's another great question communication in uh kink was another question that we got if you have like sort of you know quote-unquote kinks of uh, like bondage all those kinds of things aftercare and communication on getting there so mike and i talk about this a lot because we definitely do um pre-care and aftercare Mm -hmm. um he has things that he wanted to experience so that that came in the beginning of our relationship when we were talking on the phone a lot and if you're if you're in person with somebody then be like hey let's let's schedule a call where we can really talk about stuff because I noticed that like we can really talk about stuff on the phone instead of in person because even the zoom subscriber phone call that I had today everyone said like yeah I communicate differently when when I'm on a zoom call with people rather than totally it's completely different Mm -hmm. so if you can have conversations that are hard on a zoom call or a phone call, then do that. Make that a part of your routine. Our age mm-hmm. of communication is different. So when explaining kink, you say, what is the idea of sex to you? What do, what fantasy do you want to portray? What has been your fantasy in the past? What have you done? What has happened? What would you like more of? Mm-hmm. And what ways do you think aftercare is? Do you think aftercare is me holding you? Do you think aftercare is me cooking for you? Do you think aftercare is me making a bath for you? Reading together, going for a walk together, making whatever is is, what your culture around it is. What your communication style is around aftercare is what you make of it. It's everything comes back to what you communicate and having open-ended questions. That's why the fishbowl analogy of putting paper in the Mm fishbowl and picking it out and having a date on it still comes back to what I normally give my clients. Make open-ended questions, put them in a fishbowl about what what is aftercare? (laughs) What is your kinky side? Do you like leather straps? Do you want me to whip you? Do you like pain? Do you wanna be really cared for? Like every question is not off topic. The The glass ceiling has been broken if you make it breakable. It's constantly broken in my world. I break that shit again and again and again. I'm like, oh, there goes another goddamn universe. <laughs> <laughs> Up to the next one, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's ultimately what the universe is. Like, I'm not gonna get into religion, but I mean, if you ask for something then you shall receive it. If you're like, I don't want this. Well, then (laughs) I don't just constantly look for like, I want to experience this in my life and I want to experience Mm -hmm. this. 
and just constantly go with that and be like, I don't, I want to experience this, but not with this. Well, not the not part, mm-hmm. not the not part. And then after you're done, say, thank you for listening. I appreciate the gifts that are coming. I'm so obsessed with you. It's not real funny. But when it comes to like, you know, toys or kinks, whatever, 39% of toys and kink is done in marriages rather than with singles. Mm. 29% of toys are used with single women. And most of toys are presented through a woman's experience in a partnership, but it all still comes back to communication. What the fuck do you want to experience? It's full circle, baby. Communicate it or get out. Yeah. (laughs) And like, excuse me for being so pungent with like that last statement, but like, really, what do you want Mm -hmm. to experience? Is the person in front of me willing to do that? If not, please don't judge me. Mm -hmm. I don't deserve that. And neither would I to you. Mm -hmm is this going to work? Is this something you want to try? If you think this is absolutely disgusting, can we please not go, "Uh," but like, Hey, can you please talk me through why you think this is disgusting? Mm -hmm. Oh, your mom gave you that thought process. Is that something that you want to still believe in? What's in your funnel? Do you actually give a crap about that anymore? Is that somebody else's thought process on somebody else's thought process on somebody Mm -hmm. else's thought process is in you? Mm-hmm. 100%. Return to sender. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thanks, Bye. And then 100%. You the situation and maybe they even think like, oh, maybe it's not that disgusting. It's like, oh, what is it about the anus? Okay. It doesn't have its own lube. So you have to self-lubricate. That's why they always have lube. Got it. Okay, cool. Um, they say to go small and then go bigger, but go slow. Oh, that's why. Oh, Mm -hmm. and then, oh, there's like this stuff back there that also like stimulates sensation and actually cleans out your whole prostate. (gasps) Oh, cool. So actually going through the anus, it actually stimulates a good thing in your sexual health. Got it. Let's get in that asshole. Let's get in that asshole. Slowly with lube. But slowly with lube and maybe a little wine. Cause that's me too. Like I'm so bad because I haven't I've tried anal like once and I I didn't I didn't like it but I I think like with anything it takes time I remember the best anal sex I had was it was a really emotional supported day with Michael and I talking a lot and then we sat in a hot springs most of the day we weren't drinking and I remember oh my god we still talk about it to this day of like, that was the best anal sex, but we, we, we've talked about why. And it, yeah. it, we've come back to, we actually, I think we talked about it yesterday. We came back to the f- sensation and, and recognition of like that day, we talked about this, we cleared about this and we cleared about this. And then we talked about this in full conference and we came to a solution and then your mm-hmm. asshole opened. And I was like, you're fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just it. Right. Like, I think that when I did it, like it was just very much like he wanted to try and I, and there was like, it wasn't like, let's build up to it. It was just like, let's try. And, and I'm like, that's not how that works. No, it's not. <laughs> that's not how you do that. 
No, you got to like rim it for a while, press on it, rim it for a while, press on it. And sometimes it's nice to just have somebody press on it for a while Mm. and while having sex with you, especially in doggy style, it's a lot easier, but then having them rim it in doggy style with, and then holding it for a while and then halfway going in with a thumbnail. Okay. You see, these are the tips I need. These are the tips and tricks. But I think like it's, it's a matter of just understanding the space, right? So mm-hmm. like what, what I was saying earlier, anatomically, it doesn't do this. Okay. So you need to do this blank. Right, right, right. It's again, of just like anatomically blank. Oh, it's kind of like learning how to suck dick. Like, do you like stay away from your teeth? Why? Oh, right. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> oh the penis is really sensitive. Got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I won't chew on it then. Yeah, even though I have this sensation of chewing on your skin. (laughs) So interesting. (laughs) I love it so much. um, I have to get going. I need to really get some errands done, but thank you so much for your questions. And I'm sure- Thank you so so much for your time today. We appreciate it so much. And make sure that you send me uh, all the places people can find you, all the things that we have coming from you so that I can send people your way. Sassy Red Love is where it's mainly at on Instagram and it's coming through TikTok. If you can't find me on Sassy Red EDU too, just keep adding a number because they keep shutting me down on TikTok for talking about pleasure. So it's always yeah. going to be Sassy Red EDU and I'm on number two right now. So if that gets they shut go down, to number two, if number two is gone, it'll be three. Well, <laughs> 90. It's just keep looking Sassy Red EDU number (laughs) whichever one's not there go to the next one thank you so so much it was so good to connect with you and I feel like we literally just got out of a therapy session can't wait to cry great questions like I think we all need this information and it doesn't matter what age group because I have so many clients that all need this information so no shame we all need it and ladies, it's been nice talking to you with you. All the secrets come out when it's good company. So thank you. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We will talk soon. Yeah, I'll email you this piece. Yeah, please. Bye. 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 <laughs> Are you okay? I am not okay. Um, Ali and I did record our debrief right after like just our thoughts and our summary um I wanted to give you the heads up now that we are going 17 different directions it's literally just like hanging out with us um so you can skip through parts of it if you like uh we go off in a couple different areas but I was gonna trim it all out and then I thought you know what maybe you want to hang out with us a little extra to this weekend I know that people are kind of feeling a little lonely lately and so fuck it I kept it in and you can just hear our brains and then I'll meet you at the end okay okay let's have a debrief debrief honestly I'm gonna email her right now and say we're her biggest fans on the planet earth cheers we're your biggest fans all capitals that's all I'm sending her thanks for triggering my PTSD (laughs) holy shit but like how absolutely fucking wild I just I really wasn't expecting that. I was expecting... Can I tell you something? Yes. Neither. Big time neither. We just... This is going to be the most wild month in podcast history. (laughs) The Jack Chit Show. Everybody showed up at exactly the right time. Yeah. And like really nice flow of it. I don't like stuff like that. It really freaks me out. 
tricky. I get really scared with stuff like that. Why scared? I just don't like it. We have to change your mindset. Sorry, <laughs> sassy red. Yeah, that was a fucking nightmare, bro. Okay, so let's really hone in on this. I thought we were just having a sex P and V conversation. P one hundred. This is the birds and the bees, and here's how to make it hot, hot girl. Yes, and like here are questions like what about this? Like, why doesn't mm-hmm. this work? Like, mm-hmm. what about, like, I had a different perspective mid conversation. As she could, therapized us? Yep. Could have just blubbered like a whale with tears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know about anything anymore. I want to know about what trauma <laughs> she fucking threw my way. And be- <laughs> I want to know if you're worth the, I'm interviewing you for my life. That, that hit different. Dude, that hit different. And when you went downstairs, mm. she had said, she was like, this is something that you just need to just be okay with, is knowing that as a woman, you can interview somebody to be in your life. Because she was she, when she was saying that women are receiving during sex. Like, yes. we're always receiving. Mm-hmm. And she said men are always going to be, like, the ones that are giving to you because if you're looking at a penis into a vagina that's you're literally yes. receiving it but she said she was like no no we are giving you the permission <gasps> so that we can receive it we are the ones that are controlling that situation we are the ones that are controlling if you're going to be in our lives fuck fuck me <laughs> <laughs> but only if you're invited <laughs> oh my god honestly I'm starting a fan club. She's my emergency contact forever. Yeah. Bro, that was next level. I feel like we just had a full, whole last therapy session. Full therapy. And this is also when we I'm- We were on the phone for an hour and a half with her. Oh, what the fuck? It's 520. Yeah. We started I thought four. it was like three. I'm not even joking. No wonder what mom's called me fucking 17 times. No, we started at four o'clock. We've only been out for an hour and a half. Oh, okay. Mom, <laughs> Don't settle worry. Mom, settle. Fuck. That's just, I think what's so fucked up is like what worked really well, and maybe this is the universe or God. You're like, also, the BR stuff made me really happy. Beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. The bar raiser for literally ever. And for all of us, to be yeah, honest. And when she said that, when she was like, but not only is he the bar raiser, like, just what you have now, he's said it and yes, he's staying there. a 100%. And I really liked that she said that because I would yeah. have, my brain wouldn't have thought like that. Even he has said that to me. He's been like, this is not going back down. He's like, I don't care if it's me. I don't care if it's your friends. I don't care who it is. It's not going back down. We've talked about that before because one of the first things and one of the first times I talked about him on this podcast, I was saying that he, when he stays here, he gets up with the dogs in the morning and then he brings me coffee in bed. Like he gets I up. I want to jump off a fucking building. <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you kidding? And he, to him, he's like, that's not a big deal. Like that that's what he says. Life he's changing. Like, I know. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I am upset. Set. <laughs> but I'm upset for two reasons. Tell me. These are the two. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because as a woman, my and no diss to my mom, love her to fucking death. Obviously. She really put it in my brain, like from day one, to not have any man do anything for you. And mm. I think it's because like she obviously divorced my dad and then mm-hmm. my stepdad and all this stuff. But so she's 
put it in my brain like the matrix pumped it in Mm -hmm. to not have any man do anything for you you're a strong independent woman but in a way that like even that i would be like no 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 like that's fine i'll i'll just get it and then i'll do it for us because that's how my brain works yep but I'm also like when when we're that fucking shocked by it, it's also because we've just been with really yes take like take yes. to take people yes, and the fact that we're also like shell shocked to it. I know fucking brs like let me get you coffee in the morning. It's like what you're walking on gold. Is that what you're doing? Like it's wild. It's wild because I completely agree. I'm very much in the same boat as you in terms of my parents raised four girls so they raised my dad raised little hell raisers who we don't need anyone to do anything for us i can't wait to meet your dad oh my god you're gonna love but also dad. like being this is also what i love about your dad who i've never met but know a lot of. <laughs> when you're raising women because mm-hmm. like from the get you're raising women yeah you were raising them for the rest of their lives like you are showing them what Mm-hmm. they can't stand for and mm-hmm. even when you were talking about like your dad would train you guys for like self-defense and stuff when you were mm-hmm. a kid mm-hmm. it's like because you're a smart man mm-hmm. and you know that you need to protect yes people. yes big time like but but i completely agree in that like i don't think it's a it's a bad thing to be raised to be able to do everything for yourself mm-hmm. br and i have had this conversation but that doesn't mean that you should always be doing it like you should be in a position of like i can do it myself but you should also, like, step up and do it. Mm-hmm. Like, if this is a, a good and, and re- good relationship. Because I call David, my other bar raiser, all the time. I'm like, he raises... My mom says that. She's like, you have two. She's like, because David raises... David comes in here every morning and gets... The, if I work at night, Dave comes and gets the dogs in the morning and takes them downstairs every single morning if I've worked at night so that I can sleep. And... And I even said to him the other day, I even said to him, he was, okay, so this is, this is, this is how low the bar is. <laughs> this is how low the fucking bar is, right? So he's outside. He had to fix something on his Jeep. He had pulled his back. It was cold. He hadn't eaten anything. Okay. Okay. He came inside and he, and I hadn't started cooking dinner or anything yet. Mm. And I immediately stopped what I was doing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't warm up dinner. Sorry, I didn't know you were going to be done. Like start like running around the kitchen and he looked Panicking. Panicked. Yeah. And he was like, stop. What are you doing? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, he's like, it's not your job to do that. You didn't know I was coming in. He's like, let's warm up some dinner. Do I need to put any meat on the thing? And I just stopped and I looked at him and I was like, you know what's interesting to me? (laughs) And he was like, what? And I was like, you just never yell at me. And he's like, what? And I was like, you just like never yell at me about like things, hey? And he was like, are you okay? (laughs) But like that when you've been, like that's my first hour, first initial reaction Mm -hmm. is, oh fuck, like we got to do this real quick because you're like, you need this to be done. But Mm -hmm. it's like, that's not my job. My job is not to serve you. Yeah. I want to serve trauma. you because I want to serve you. I don't, I, I, like, because I feel that way about, like, taking care of anybody. Like, yeah. I want to do these things for you because I want to do these things for you. I don't want to ha- do these things for you because I feel like you're going to fucking lose yes. your mind. And, like, I feel so stressed. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I need to make dinner. I need to do that. I need to do that. And I'm like, why am I stressing about this? Yeah, like, like there's two people it. here. Like, it's not, yeah, like, uh, if I've uh, been at work all day... Why is it immediately my job, too, to, like, feed you, care for you, cook for you, do all the, like, laundry? Like, why am I panicking about that? 
I think what I am realizing in my mind mm-hmm. is because, like, so I was with, let's call him the monster. Okay. The monster. <laughs> I was with Mr. M. Okay. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> For four years. Okay. And there wouldn't, like, when he lived in another province, mm. we weren't even together. Mm-hmm. And I would be sending him groceries. I like would what? download Instacart, <gasps> send him groceries. No. There's so much I haven't told you because I know I feel so you, gross about it. Because well, it's don't. like we all do that shit. But it's just like that's not. I want to do shit like, and I loved it. I would do that for anybody totally. that I value in my life. Yes. However, when she was talking about, you need to check like, the interview of people that you have in your life. Mm-hmm. I should have reflected on that after we had broken up and been like I don't want to have somebody that just expects me to do a to z Mm -hmm. and at a drop of a hat Mm -hmm. drop what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and only focus on what they're doing and help Mm -hmm. their goals help them like prosper what about me what about me sometimes I do feel super selfish when I say that but when she was saying like they're in your life yeah like as much as it's vice versa it's I'm interviewing you to be in my life yeah what are you going to do to benefit my creativity and help me go through the ceiling? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is for every fucking relationship. Yes. Friendship, heavy the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Relationships, heavy the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Family mm-hmm. is one that's so touchy because it's like they're your blood. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like unless you're helping like uh, the community that you have together, mm-hmm. unless you're helping each other blow the ceiling and get all of your goals met and just push each other get the fuck out of my life (laughs) (laughs) goodbye goodbye 100% I completely agree I think that's I think I yeah I I've learned that a lot over the last year Mm. and mine took a big breakup too for me to get to that spot and I think you're gonna just like keep seeing it more and more and like even I had an incident like very recently where like somebody I just was somebody gave me energy that I didn't like and I was like "Mm, no like immediately yeah like it wasn't like how I would have used to have handled the situation I literally was like no because you I feel like we're so similar and it's like you know what whatever there's having a bad day it's Mm -hmm. fine I'm just gonna like just like take that on the chin and just keep going and pretend it's fine and not have it affect me the way that it is affecting affecting me I'm just gonna pretend it's fine because you're used to me being like that so I'm I can't switch up on you yeah but here's the fucking key I'm gonna switch it I'm gonna switch the fuck up and you're gonna say who the fuck yeah she's a different bitch because we are brand new bitch sorry brand new bitches motherfucker Uh, uh, a hundred percent. I can. I. I gotta stop saying that, David. I've been saying it too. It's because of David. <laughs> One thing that I think is so funny to me, very interesting. Well, tell me. I because Mr. M mm. really fucked up my life. Mm-hmm. Really fucked up my head. Mm-hmm. But he, no, like, uh, intimate relationship I've had has fucked me as much as like losing friendships. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Okay? Because I feel like when I'm in an intimate relationship with someone, I have a different perception. But when I'm with my friends, I'm like, okay, we're bonded. Yeah, because it's very much, um, well, I think there's a couple of different angles that you can take in, in saying that. I think one of them is like when you enter a romantic relationship, that that person 
like because you're on in a, in a romantic relationship that person has the chance to get off the train at mm-hmm. any stop yeah, you yeah. know what I mean like that's like kind of I mean not that they shouldn't you should work towards the, like the long term and all those kinds of possible. things but you know that that's like a thing that could ha- like that could happen just to be like hey like I'm not into this anymore whatever happens like you're you can part ways that yeah. happens and because it happens so often like how many relationships have we had that don't work out so when you're on but when you're on the train with a friend it's the same I would say it's like the same level of intimacy when it's a good friend yeah like even maybe even more so because they really know your shit and then to have them be like "Mm, I'm off this stop is like oh when the fuck excuse me and also it's like it's how you're off the stop Mm -hmm. because it's like bro we gotta pump the fucking brakes on that yeah because there's like ways to I think I think I okay this is my opinion on this okay give it I do see when you are in a friendship with somebody like I'm gonna use myself for an example I'm gonna have two examples okay Okay. so when you're in a friendship that you feel like is negatively affecting you Mm. I've been that for other people and I've also had that happen to me so, I think that there's a fairness in saying, just as you would in a, a romantic relationship, like, I need to take a step back from this, or, like, I need to kind of, like, distance myself from this, but there's a way to go about it that's very, um, resp- same as a breakup. Yeah. Respectful, humble, like, there's ways to back up from having a relationship with somebody that doesn't feel as yucky as it yeah as it as people make it and I don't understand why that is because like for me like I've had a let's use my one girlfriend like I was hanging out with her a ton like da 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 and she her and I were like getting quite close and then I just like she started talking negatively about my boyfriend which I really didn't like and then there was just like and then everything was negative and she just like couldn't every her problems were always bigger and she Mm. always she always like to like I try to explain something to her but she knew better and like it was just like very like it was draining to be spending time with her and so I just like distanced myself from that I just but like no shade I didn't like say like I didn't freak out at this girl I didn't have a fight with her I didn't go dragging her name around through the mud for any reason I just was like just kind of distanced and I've now been like I haven't hung out with her in like years yeah and it's just you put that distance you can put the distance respectfully between you without making it like a ick ick I feel like we need that almost needs to be like I don't know, maybe it's just, like, the people that I've had in my life. It's, Mm. like, we need to normalize the fact that we may switch up on each other, and that's okay, Mm -hmm. but fucking just check yourself if you're going to be disrespectful because we don't need to do that. No, there's no reason. It's the same same thing as breakups, right? Like, there's no reason that, like, it needs to get dirty. And best believe, if you try and be fucking dirty... I used to wrestle motherfucking pigs. <laughs> so try it out. Because I know Kay Hendo grew up on the wrong side of the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my side of the and tracks was just fine. I was just raised by a bunch of boys. Rowdy boys. I 
well, we got the farm blood in me. Yeah, you got you were straight up wrestling pigs as a small <laughs> child, so. And we will fuck you up. Please don't fuck with me, or I will fuck you up. <laughs> I think I'm just really. There's a lot of emotions happening. Oh, yeah, you. this podcast really fucked me up. She really fucked me up. Dude, she gave she hit us with the truth. Hit a hit heavy with the truth. Yeah. And just peppered some sex stuff on Yeah, her. I was, I'm yeah. very surprised by that, honestly. Same. And she said that too. She was like, when I get into like deeper conversations with people who are like, you can tell her a good and like, you know, she's like, people don't realize that I'm like, have all this other. Yeah. She like, was, she was a wealth of knowledge. 100%. I wasn't expecting it. Me neither. I was expecting like, okay, so when you're not able to orgasm, that's yeah. what I was expecting. Yes. Not, hey. <laughs> I was expecting Dr. Ruth, not Dr. Ruth, the Reiki master who's had 17 of the coolest jobs on the planet Earth and is just going to, like, therapize us to death. And, like, I was also, like, really excited because I'm like, oh, I got questions about sexy time. Never mind. I have questions about why I have fear about sex. Like, she really fucked me up. And even, like, sometimes... Um, Never mind. (laughs) When she was, like, talking and I would, like, just look at you because I'm like oh fuck like what is what is happening like bro i know but also it's like that is such a a a funny thing that we were even talking about because it's like oh we were we just have a preconceived notion of what this was going to be yeah i have a preconceived notion about what i think sex is going to be yeah fucking surprise surprise not that not how that's gonna go we're doing something different and right there pure example communication is the key and the answer to everything literally everything Communication is the key to everything. If this is also where I'm loving that conversation is like, I feel more connected with the negativity that I've had. Yep. I feel a lot more grounded in the negativity Mm. that I've had and why I've had that negativity. And Mm -hmm. especially when she was referring to a fucking car accident about your body and what your body does to you. Yep. But when she was saying like, when you're con, the can, can, can you say it? Kinetic drag. Thank you. Um, that is wild because even since I've known you, I'm like, oh, fuck, ABC. This is why I'm negative. And you're like, that's okay. This is what we're going to do. You're doing this. Surgery done. Physio done. Friends, fuck them. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you're very positive pushing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's also like, when she was explaining like the gravity pull and everything, I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> fuck because sometimes it's like i just don't know how to verbalize that and totally. to me it kind of sounds a little bit like fucky oh a little woo woo is what little we call woo- it. little woo yeah little woo and yeah. nay nay no woo well because i think okay so me and my girlfriend i she might come over tonight actually and she'll tell you all about it but when we went through our big big breakups last year she went through one too. Mm-hmm. and we both got on this like witchy woo woo like kind of path of things and and like like she does affirmations every single morning she's her mirror's covered in post-it notes and she says out loud while she's getting ready all her affirmations the mindset in just that like i've noticed how much it's changed really yes because you are training your brain to focus on the good stuff that's around you you know what's funny mm-hmm. that you say that do you remember for for the listeners for the listeners had a breakup a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Came here. Yeah. Crying. Yeah. Kelsey, well, h- h- hugging me, making me feel better. 
When I left literally that night, mm. I literally was driving home. That's so fucking funny that you said that. I was literally driving home and I'm like, you know what? We're just going to listen to Kelsey and just like breathe. And I was just saying stuff and I'm like, fuck it. We're going to have a good summer. I was repeating shit that BR said. I yep. was repeating shit that you said. And yeah. then the next day I didn't cry once. Remember? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> and the other, I think, I think the other part of that too is that, okay, so we were re- raised religious. I've had this t- discussion with my mother quite a few times. We were raised religious. Yes. Because this part that I'm about to say. Okay. Because we were raised very religious, you and I both, very like Christian households. Heavy. Heavy Christian households. Cool parents, though. My dad's covered. My dad's got neck tats, so like whatever. No, I'm the only one. <laughs> with the neck tat? Yeah, or face tat. <laughs> We don't even talk about it. <laughs> That's how it's a small, it's a little baby one. Uh, um, you're a real fast certified baddie. Mm. Um, mm. so I last year for my birthday, I was going to book this lady to come she, from Edmonton. Her Instagram is the witch down the lane. Cute. I'll link her because she's pretty cool. That's cute. I think cute. her name is Amanda. I talked to her on the phone. I called her because she was going to come and do um, tea leaf readings for everyone at my birthday. Like that's... in Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's in Harry Potter. The, do they do tea leaf readings in Harry Potter? Yeah. I don't remember. In the Prisoner of Azkaban. And she read yes, 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 yeah. yes. And the and um, what's her face? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, With the glasses? Yes. Oh, you and fucking she, know yeah, it, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had to get there. I just had to get there. It's okay. I'm here. Um, yes, exactly like that. Dude, so I, I phoned her on the phone just to just like kind of discuss and like talk about pricing and like what that would look like, blah, 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 whatever. Anyways, we got into this conversation a little bit. And she was telling me, she said, I believe in God. And I was like, but you're a witch. Because <laughs> that's, that, like, so opposite. Yes, I was Sides of say. the spectrum that of what we were raised, right? My question to you was literally going to be like, but how do you feel yes. because you believe... I was literally going to fucking ask you that, Kelsey. because we're so motherfucking aligned. Oh, oh, um, oh. So she was like, yeah, but I believe in God. And I was like, but hold on a second here. She's like, okay, but what if you know people refer to like the universe and like you got to ask the universe for Mm -hmm. this and like manifestation and signs and all that kind of bundled all together yeah yeah what if that's all the same thing and why do i think it's not i don't know why do you think it's not because she was like what if that's god's way of communicating with you if he created the earth why wouldn't he have little ways to talk to you (laughs) i don't like that I really don't like that. I'm, I'm fucking uncomfortable. I didn't like that. I'm gonna be. I didn't like fucking... that. No, 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 no. Because Why? it's different. That's Why? not. That's not real. Why? I feel really lightheaded. <laughs> Why is it different? Because to me, it's God is separate. God is God. Okay. That's God. When I pray, I pray to God. I don't pray to the universe. Okay, but. So, I understand that God made the universe, but the universe is separate from God. Why? Because it's not... What if not... the universe is God's signs? What if God is communicating to you through the universe? How else does he communicate? False. I am thinking... So, when I pray, I'm like, dear God. Yes. To God. Yes. And then he will tell me what's going on. How? Through the... Uh, he just does. <laughs> But the universe, when I'm like, okay, universe, stop making me be a fucking whatever. Yeah. The universe will hit me with it. 
But I don't know. I don't know. But this is my thing. I pray to God and he... (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting stressed. When I pray to God... I'm done recording that. That's so funny. When I pray to God, Mm -hmm. I'm praying to God and I'm like, God, I like, please give me strength. Please give me understanding. Show me like how you're like how you are still here stuff like that but the universe i'm like universe if you fucking make me reach out to mr m i will come unglued so it's different (laughs) i have different conversations with god than i do the universe okay but her point was what if it's like how could it not be the same thing because that's what people say right that like the universe has this vibration and like you have to like it's all about vibrations and energies and all those things but would that not make sense to be that that's god's way of communicating to his people you don't think so this is where it is okay okay so in my brain that physically is not connecting Mm -hmm. i'll tell you why okay because god This isn't going to make any fucking sense. To me, it's like... We've gone on an absolute tangent. Yeah. But, but to I'm me, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because we were raised that, like, God is 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 the, the almighty. Like, that is who you receive life through. Yes. Not the universe. But why aren't they the same? You know what? We're not sure. I can't even give you a fucking answer because I'm starting to have fucking heart palpitations (laughs) thinking about it because it's like, why wouldn't the universe be giving you signs from God? I know. But to me, I don't ask the universe for things that I ask from God. But see, I am freaking out. (laughs) I don't like this. This is a true This has been a really, (laughs) this day has been so hard. (laughs) And I just got my period, so there's a lot going on. (laughs) Girls! Okay, let's go get you a notebook. Okay, let's go get you a notebook. (laughs) You know what? I'm really happy that we're in my life, and I'm really happy we've talked to Dr. Roots. (laughs) I'm literally... Everything's okay. There are tears running down Allie's face right now. <laughs> Everything's fine. There are tears running down We're her okay. face. We're okay. Let's do our bad girl chant. Everything's okay. Everything's, Everything's fine. Okay. Everything's okay. Do you want me to show you, you know what we need? Okay, hold on. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> okay, we've learned a lot today. We learned so much and I cannot wait for all of your listeners to understand the wealth of knowledge that was just imprinted on us. I uh, Honestly, this might be one of our best apps. And, like, cheers to her for constantly just, like, wanting to tell people about it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And being, like, so much. Like, she's so open. She's such a great educator. She's, mm-hmm. like, everybody should know about this. Everyone should know conversation. Okay. That was, like, one of my favorite things that we talked about was, like, the consent bit of it. Like, yeah. practicing consent. Like, oh, practicing asking what people. Oh, my God. Everything. Everything. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be really good. And also, for me personally, it's just I never really understood consent. And, like, mm-hmm. I know how stupid that sounds. but like, I don't think it sounds stupid, though, because that, that's exactly what she's saying, that we yeah. just don't think about it, really. <laughs> like, we me, think of it as a very black and white, like. That's it. And I, to yeah. me, consent is only in regards to having sexual relations. It's in, it, you, it is not in regards to anything else. Yes. So when she was saying, like, from the get- when you're a child, yep. understanding what consent means. I always thought that was fucking garbage. I'm like, I'm not asking my niece and nephew, like, oh, is it okay if I hug you? Because yeah. you're my niece and nephew. Yeah. But it's like, 
what what does that do like that just really blew my mind this really changed said. your yeah change your perception it was on a it. really informative conversation good i'm really glad i think it was so good i think that people are really going to take a lot of value out of this one and i think they're also going to be really shocked at what we were originally going to be talking about. oh my god i know and i'm completely fucking mind blown yeah. And I'm grateful because I feel like I have a different perspective of sex yeah. based on me as a woman mm-hmm. and what sex means to me. Completely agree. Fuck! Sassy Red Love. This is this is an app. Sassy Red. What's up? If you made it this far, fuck, you must be bored. <laughs> or incredibly intrigued about this conversation. Am I right? Is your jaw on the floor? (sighs) Bro, that was a big one. And I think this is our longest episode to date, so I'm not going to keep you much longer, I promise. Um, If you want to make those legs shake, go and follow Kayla Ann. I'm going to link all her stuff. She was such an amazing resource. I know she offers like um, classes and all those sorts of things, so definitely go check her out. Um, and like I said, I'm not going to keep you much longer. So I love you so much. We really don't know jack shit, do we? (laughs) Remember to cup, curtain, and wait. And if he does it, keep him. Um, I'll see you next week. Love you. Bye.